Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gesso Girls. It is me, Julia, and Erin today, and this is us finishing out this four-part series all about falling back in love with your arts and your process. Um, today we're going to be talking about like the final stage of this, which is sharing the work. And we have a lot to say about this because I feel like this just seems like a weird one, right, to talk about in terms of falling back in love with your work. But what we're gonna talk a lot about today is that art is meant to be shared. It's meant to be a point of connection. I think it's the kind of the final destination, right? For like mm -hmm. what makes art fulfilling. So um, yeah, Erin, thoughts on this? For you and others. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just had a thought and then I just drew a blank as if it was not in order. Um, but sharing your work, I think form, like just even just like start at the very beginning. Um, you know, art, we can be vulnerable. You know, right. It's an emotional. We put so much time and effort into it. So Julia and I have talked before, about like maybe it's, you know, building up that library before you start sharing it all. You don't have to just like paint one thing or draw one thing and then share and sit at the edge of your seat seeing what people's reactions are. Right. No, like get excited about your own work, create a bunch so you're passionate about it and be able to share that passion with others and create that excitement. If you're you know, excited about your work, people are going to recognize it. People are going to feel it as well. Yeah. Sure, you may not get all the same response uh, or right. the same way, but but that's where you you build up that confidence by sharing it as well. Yeah. And it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. But if you don't start sharing it eventually, you're being selfish. Yeah, <laughs> straight it's selfish. Tr truthfully, truthfully. <laughs> and we were saying that before we popped on how like art, I think a lot of us misconstrue that like art is like a selfish practice or something that we just do for ourselves. But that's really not it. And we were talking about how I think an easy example of how like, obviously art isn't selfish is like think about like music right and I was saying like doesn't even have to be like the most famous artist like if I'm listening to a Spotify playlist and like a really cool indie artist comes on on my playlist that just like really hits the mood that I'm in mm -hmm. I'm like oh this is perfect and it's like doing me a service so like art can be about service in fact I really think it is about service and it's giving somebody something else to see in the in their in the moment or in their life that is beautiful or profound or exciting and that is why your work needs to be shared like you are giving people you're contributing to our collective consciousness if you will you um, are. our collective enthusiasm for life and enthusiasm is contagious so poets write beautiful stuff they put it out there and they put it out there because they know that there's going to be someone out there that it's going to pull a string on their heart and they're going to relate to it as well. And it creates then a conversation. Um, Julia, especially with some of your work from the Chicago um, area, like that I'm sure when people see, it gives them a specific feeling and a connection, um, which then gives them a connection to you. Like, oh, I love that piece of artwork. Like, that's where I, you know got my dog that's where I met my love of my life you know there's connection just because they someone didn't paint it themselves does not mean that there's no connection or passion or emotion that comes with it from the other side that's why a lot of people purchase art a lot of things why people go and buy art is because it ignites some sort of feeling for them um, my parents grew up in Maine and we have a couple dr drawings at home at my parents house of um oh my gosh i don't even know what it is it's a duck pond that's in maine which 
maybe I guess I've gone skating on it when I was younger, but it means so much to my mom because my mom grew up going around there. And when she found that piece, she had to have it. So just keep that in mind that no matter what medium or what like your like subject matter is, there's going to be somewhere someone out there that it, you know, creates that connective emotional pull yeah. um, that you might just you know, rock the world, be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe someone else. Like, you may be even oblivious to how much this is going to mean to somebody else. Like, I, so I talk about this heavily in, I think, I can't remember what episode it is, but it's, I was talking about my art festival. I think I was, like, debriefing after my first art festival back from after, like, two years, and I was talking about how, like, all the art that's sold, and this is still true after I'm at the end of my festival season, um, all the art that's sold someone had some sort of emotional connection to even when they bought the flowers it wasn't because it was going to be like looking perfect over their um you know couch in their living room it was because they loved peonies or peonies were their mom's favorite mm-hmm. or for example like this one couple came in and bought three of my paintings and it was crazy they were just like they been, they just bought oh, a house <laughs> they just bought a house and they were like our decorator told us to go and to the art fair and find paintings that like really we would never get tired of looking at that like resonate with us and so like and not worry about it fitting with the rest of the space like they will figure that out and so it was like which i thought was so awesome i'm like i love your interior decorator because it's so true like people don't buy art i mean i mean at best i mean some people do just buy art to just like fit a space like just fill a wall Mm -hmm. but like art at best like it isn't just about filling a wall right like it's it's not about matching your pillows it's about is this something i'm gonna be able to look look at and like feel something for and they felt something when they looked at my it was all like city paintings and they just felt tells a story yeah exactly And and they felt like these three pieces all fit together and told a story and a vibe um and the same thing happened i had this other painting that um was of Charlevoix, uh, Lake Charlevoix, which is up in northern Michigan. And this couple that came into my tent, they um, they go to Torch Lake, which is like right next to it. And so they bought it because it was like, oh my god, this is the vibe of our our summer home. Like this is this is exactly mm-hmm. it. So it's like back to what you're saying. It's like you might not even realize. Like I didn't even realize like that couple was gonna come in and be like that connected to that scene, but they were. Mm-hmm. You know. So you're giving a gift. Oh yeah, like. It's like a, it's a conversation starter. And I think that's what art is too. I mean, so in my house, I, so I grew up heavily influenced by music. Like I went to school actually playing the cello. I've played the cello since I was six years old. Um, I'm 31. So do the math. Um, (laughs) I've literally played every single day of my life and all through till college. Um, Not to say that I, all I listen to is classical music, but I love painting people and through people I've, decided I've painted a lot of musicians um self-selected myself and I have three portraits over my in my family room to create that like that I wanted that story I wanted to show my passion for music in that area and anyone that comes in there always talks about an artist that they're passionate about there's always someone that comes in I had someone come to like oh my gosh like I need one like this, but I need it to be Britney Spears. I was like, oh, really? They're like, yeah, like Britney Spears is like what gave me the confidence to like come out, da, 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 and all this stuff. And it's just like, 
it's such a great story and it's great conversation and that's what I love about creating art um, and sharing it. Um, sure, mine currently is being shared within my home, um, but even in my home, people are seeing it. I mean, I went to Julia's over the weekend and I got to see all of her artwork in her home and it tells a story and add conversation, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, I think it's, so I think before, I do want to also address like how scary it can feel though. Like I, I think you, the thing is though, Oh yeah. Before, <laughs> I think we... We're telling That's why you it's all. in my home. Right, right. It, it, it is scary, but I think we can't underestimate, like, the power of our work. Like, I think we really can underestimate, like, how powerful our art can be. And so I think a lot of the time we're just, like, not recognizing the magic in our work. And I think we need to, like, give our art, like, treat your art as if it's, like, your best friend. Like, you know, pump it up a bit. Be like, you, you're awesome. Yeah. You know, like treat it like it's special because it is like, it's, it's magic. And honestly, like, it's so incredible that we can like put paint on a canvas and like someone can have an emotional connection to it. Like that's crazy. Like that's, that's a crazy thought. And think right? of how many people can't do that. No, yeah, like, exactly. That's the thing too. Yeah. Is not everyone can do this. No. And so no. Well, I think paint on a canvas, but they forget can't. that too. Some people can put paint on a canvas, but they can't create an emotional connection. Right. So it's like, yeah. It's really, like, it's really, really rare and really, really special. And so I think we need to, like, know that, like, once again, and even if you're scared, like, think of it that way. Like, you're doing a service. Even if it doesn't land, it doesn't land. Like, you're gonna paint more paintings. Like, there are plenty of yeah. paintings I've created that just don't land, right? They just don't create that emotional connection. But you're never gonna know until you share it. You, that's, that's another thing. Like, I, one time I had this painting sitting in like the back racks of my, I have these like uh, painting racks and it was in my parents' basement. And I came home one day and my mom had thrown it up on the wall and I was like, <gasps> I was like, this, that painting is not, they get there. I was like, that painting is not done. I hate that painting. And um, my mom was like, no, it's my favorite. It's beautiful. I don't touch it. I'm like, okay, fine. I took it to an art festival and this woman bought it and it's like her prized possession in her home now. And I'm like, this is the painting that I was like <gasps> horrified. Like you, sometimes you just don't know. Like sometimes you're not the best judge of your own work. So sometimes it's actually good to get to share it and get that feedback because you may be surprised by how much it hits. So, and I think it's really, really, yeah. it's so satisfying to like when that happens, when you're like, either you're proven wrong or you're proven right. So I think it's exciting. Treat it like an exciting gamble of like, who's it going to hit? You know, who's it going to land with? So Yeah. And I think even going back to what you were saying about like, it wasn't finished in your eyes. I don't think you have to wait until something is like overly polished and finished. Um, I know, Julia, you do a lot of sharing of process and live illustration and painting. Like free to like show a piece that's like halfway done people i'm sure would go wild and be like oh cool like what's it gonna be or those are my favorite colors um or maybe someone will message you right away and be like hey i want that right <laughs> it's not done but i know i want that i've had people um, tell me to stop and they would and they would buy it as is like they've told me that like oh, they're I'm like sure. i love it like this like don't touch it i'm like oh, all right <laughs> Take yeah it. i mean so everyone has a different taste yeah and you know and that's okay and I think that's what makes all ever why would there can be so many different artists in the world right um because everyone has a different taste but at the end of the day we all love art yeah exactly (laughs) well all of us artists and I think so this is all you know obviously this is all about like falling back in love with our practice and something Aaron said I don't want to 
take the, these words from you, but she was saying like, oh. <laughs> if you're going to be excited about your practice, you need to let other people be excited too. Like that's the whole, like that's the full circle here, right? Like you're going to find excitement in your work again, and then you're going to let people in on that, you know, like that it's part of the journey. Allow them to be able to fall as much in love with your art as you are. Yes. Like, that is the thing. Like, if you're just keeping it yourself, you're not allowing anyone else in on that secret or that beauty. Um, open it up. And think of it that way. Think of it as, like, you're sharing the love. You're sharing your passion. Yes. It's not... Don't think you don't have to think about it as like, will they like it or will they hate it? Mm-hmm. Don't even open that door. Like, don't open that door to allow that. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but I'm gonna it get can be like, done. Really, like, <laughs> I'm gonna get a little like, I I, I don't know, deep? <laughs> a little deep, I guess, right now. But like, I think art is is love, right? Like, and in a lot of ways, like you get those butterflies oh, yeah. right before you share the painting. It's kind of like it's also like your like oh, your gosh, chi- it's like your, your child a little bit, right? Where it's like. The oh my god, kiss. I I love this. I love my little my kid or whatever. Like I hope everyone else also like loves them the same. You know, it's like it's like you're you, but you have to share that gift with the world, right? Like you can't keep it to yourself. Yeah. Like you have to share that. You have to share the love, and you have to like um, take the next step. And it might be scary to do that, but like you know, nine times out of ten, like good things will happen um, if your intentions are pure. And uh, but I know it's scary. I mean, it's it's scary oh, yeah. regardless if you're sharing on the internet, if you're sharing in person. Um, it all there all there's always those negative voices in our head, and it can be tough to overcome them. But just remember that what you're doing is is magical, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and even like ask yourself why. Why do you create the art? Which you know, honestly, like I feel like I don't even know if I can answer it myself. Um, but you're sh- you're creating it for a reason. So why wouldn't you share it? Um, yes sure it's a job for some people but that's still not the reason like you don't like julia it's your career and your passion your job but that's not why you paint you don't paint because you have to make a dollar i mean that is your livelihood but Mm -hmm. that's not your drive yeah that's not the drive yeah so i mean back to like our previous episode from last week you know we were talking about how like you know, I'm trying to put the fun back in my art again, because like, Mm -hmm. ultimately, like, that's why I'm doing this. Like, I'm I'm doing this because it's something I enjoy and I love. And like, yes, it's my career. But like, that's not what this is all about. And um, I think there's so many ways to like, let other people in on that. Like, the best advice I've ever been given about sharing my art and selling my art is that I'm sharing a lifestyle and I'm sharing a um yeah i'm sharing a lifestyle and selling a lifestyle i'm not selling a product right like i'm selling a feeling and it's so important to remember that of like this is so much more than just like the perfect painting at the end of this and people want to see the behind the scenes and so something else Mm -hmm. i was going to also say is like um if you need help coming up with content to share your work just start documenting like everything and i know that's gonna sound labor intensive but i'm telling you just put get a little tripod put your phone up on it you know that's not that much work right Mm -hmm. just record a time lapse like you're in the middle of painting record a video of your paintbrush on the painting you can make a reel out of it later you know like just start (laughs) recording everything and just for fun like have fun with it um I, I'm sorry, I'm like totally on a rant page right now. But anyway, Erin, how do you, how have you created content? I know like currently you're not um, sharing your art <laughs> online. Break. <laughs> you're on like, yeah, you're on a break. But like, do you have any advice for people who feel like they don't know what to share? Because that's what I hear a lot. Like they just don't know what to share. 
Which is so crazy. I feel like that's, like, one of the easiest... I, not to, like, belittle anyone for saying that, but, mm-hmm. like, what to share? Like, there's everything and anything you can share. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think people just overthink what to share. I th- Like we were saying, I think people just yeah. think that it has to be the polished final piece. It doesn't yeah, have to be... Yeah, absolutely share that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, show just your paintbrushes, your studio, dirty, like, paint water. Like, there's so many artists... I mean, honestly, like... Okay, let's say there's a cup of your dirty paint water, and I know we've all done it. Your caption could be something of long. Like, how many just people took a today? Sip, or how many people? Have, exactly. Yeah. How many Thought people have done coffee. this before? Coffee like, or paint yeah, water? Double, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Double tap if you've been here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm, honestly, I'm gonna steal that. I'm probably gonna post that tomorrow. Like, do sorry. it. <laughs> but that's the thing is like you don't have to be so. Also, know that every time you post doesn't have to be a sales pitch. Exactly. Um, it yes. doesn't have to be because fact, people don't. are gonna go to your page. No, yeah. don't, because I think you want to create that connection with your consumer or, you know, your fan, and then they're going to go on to it, and they're going to look at it. I mean, think of why, like, musicians, musicians, you don't see them singing their song, and it's not clips of their every new music video or their new song. It's, yeah. no, it's their lifestyle, and you want to know more about them. And I'm not saying that you need to document your life, like what you have for breakfast yeah. or whatnot, but, you know, keep it in the same, like, the space that makes sense for you. And mm-hmm. if it does make sense for you to make, like, funny like I'm my breakfast matches my artwork you know sure maybe that is the case or Mm -hmm. you know clearly my breakfast inspired my painting today and you see maybe it's the same color palette right exactly Um, like have a sense of humor about it too like it's not so serious and it doesn't have to be the perfect finished product in fact yeah I have to tell you like I'm really tired and I and I'm guilty of this I mean my if you look at my Instagram (laughs) right now everything is a final a finished product I'm really tired of, of just like these like perfect finished product posts like I really like seeing the finished product like do not get me wrong yeah but like, okay, there's just one person I follow and I'm, oh my God, I, I feel like I need to put her in, oh, I think it's called, oh my God, I'll, whenever I do look it up, I'll put it in the show notes. I think it's like <laughs> Clay and Candid or something. I can't remember, but she, she's like makes earrings and, um, oh, cool. I am not like a jewelry person, like really like, yeah. and I feel bad cause I probably should, I need to probably buy one of her pair of earrings cause I enjoy her content <laughs> so much, but like. She is, like, a small creator who just, like, makes all these reels just about, about making jewelry and, like, makes them funny. <laughs> but, like, she dropped a piece of, like, on the floor and she was, like, doing, like, um, you know, point of view POV Barbie of, like, girl. me searching on the floor <laughs> looking for the piece of jewelry, like, I yeah. dropped or whatever. And, like, it's, like, making, like, funny content about making jewelry. It's not, like, super, like, sophisticated product shots. Yeah. It's, like, fun and I love it. I'm like, I need to be doing this more. Yeah. Um, I need to make it less serious. Definitely been a shift. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also encourage your consumer, like ask, this is user generated content. Like if you're selling your art mm-hmm. and your art is out in the world, ask this, send out a mass email being like, please take, like, would love to see where, where the, where it's home is like, where, like, you know, show me my artwork or whatever it may be like. Mm-hmm. Have someone who's bought a piece from you in the past take a photo of it in their setting, or you can always ask. I mean, it's a little bit weird with COVID times, but it's never wrong to ask. Be like, hey, like I really loved that piece. Like, would you mind sending a photo for me? I would yeah, love to I share love it on idea. social I'm media. Do that. I'm gonna do that. I mean, you must have. There's gotta be somebody that like you know, because then it's oh a gosh, different yeah. setting. It's a different scene. 
and it's showing it in use as yeah. well. I mean, maybe they framed it differently. Maybe it's somewhere you would never have thought it would have gone. Yeah. Um, or not in the room that you would have put it in. But mm-hmm. it could someone else would be like, oh, you know, like I didn't realize that that color palette matches this. Like I could put that in my house too. Because right. not everyone is like in tune with, you know, interior decorating or just like colors in general. So right. it's okay to, you know, tap the resources and tools that you have and use content that others people are already have of your own work. Right, I mean, exactly. Julia, you've got to have so many people out there with your artwork. I know. So, I, especially I'm just, ornaments. My my gears are like turning right now because <laughs> I actually, I have a mailing list of like everyone who's like bought my art. I mean, yeah. most everybody who is on the mailing list who's bought art for me. But anyway, I, I, I will do that actually my next email and be like, I would, I'm doing a series. I want to post of like art, my art in the wild. And like, if you could send me a picture of wherever your piece of art is that you have mm-hmm. of mine, like is in your home, I'm going to be collecting these images and like with your permission, I'm going to post them. And I just think it'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it, like, they feel like they're a part of something. So I love that. Like get creative about the ways that you share your work. Like, okay. Another thing too, that I just, as a little bit of a tangent and it's this kind of, you know, um, going off of what I was just saying though, is people, I, I God, this is going to be controversial. Um, I see a lot of artists <laughs> dun, posting dun, dun. about how like Instagram is dead. Like Instagram is dead to me now. Like it's, um, all they want is like video content. Like I hate it. And it's like, yeah. I feel you, feel you sister. I feel yeah. you. But instead of having that perspective, it's not dead. It's very much alive. And Maybe we should take the perspective of like, this is a really cool and fun opportunity for the first time ever, you know, without copyright issues, like we can put music to our art. Like that's, that's really cool. Like we've not been able to really Mm -hmm. do that in the past. Like we can put music to our art. We can like make our art hip and trendy. Like we can do like funny things with our art that's like different. And so like, I think the whole point of this, you know, reels thing and this video push for video content is for us to be more creative with the ways we share. And I know it's hard because change is hard, but I think maybe we need to have that perspective of like, let's make, let's have fun. With, let's have fun with it. Cause like, why not? Right? Like it's, my posts aren't doing that well anyway. So I might as well try something different. So. Less algorithm for you. Yeah, exactly. They've done that intentionally. Yeah. Yeah, no, you definitely need to, if you are on social media, you do have to start. I mean, if you're a business, you got to stick with the trends. Like that's just the reality. Like yeah. if you, for someone like me who has more of like, was a health and wellness influencer, like if I want to continue that lifestyle, I'm going to have to get back on board with the reels and whatnot. For business, 100%, you've got to get back on board. You got to be able to get creative. You got to be innovative, but also don't think of it as being a one-time use. Um, Share it on stories, share it on on your feed, share it in an email, put it on your website. It doesn't have to be, what is it? It's like, there should be a term for it. And I'm sure there is just like, um, what do they call it? Like, fast clothing or something like that fast like fashion fast marketing it doesn't have to be like fast, fast fashion. fashion like it doesn't have to be like no. fast fashion no and i and i Keep did it curate it but I, it doesn't have to be overthought like yeah and i posted the other day um on the artist in real life account um about how like no one's tired of seeing your art like please post it twice like mm-hmm. please post it more than twice post it like 10 times because seriously like 
you can post it like 10 different ways and it's like seeing the new thing every time. Like truly, like no one is tired of seeing your paintings. I don't know how much I can like reiterate that. So it's, you know, be generous, like share your work more, mm-hmm. like take up more space um, on the internet, you know, in person at events, like get creative about the ways mm-hmm. that you show your work in person too. Um, I talked about this on my last episode or two episodes ago about how um, a lot of people I went to art school with just like refuse to show to show their work in any other way but in like a high-end gallery and it's really hindering them like it's really hindering oh absolutely them. and I'm like Who's walking by <laughs> exactly and I'm like sorry <laughs> you just need to get you just you just need to get over yourself <laughs> like that's what I keep I want to say yeah. to them I'm just like stop thinking you're so important like I don't know what to say like well you're limiting your your reach oh my god how cool we can actually reach thousands of people if not millions of people from like that's just absurd I've never Um, and like thinking about like yeah that I mean do you know how hard it used to be to get your product in front of anyone um it was word of mouth, which don't get me wrong. I still find that to be the most valuable uh, marketing, especially in the, today's day um, is word of mouth because then you know someone's, it's not just something that someone saw, it's something that they've experienced. Um, but you got to get in front of them for them to experience it. So take advantage of it um, and utilize it through driving people to your website to then get them get their email content. So don't think that it is just like you're posting just to get sales or just posting to get because I can tell you I'm not always on social media I'm not like I go through my phases of sometimes looking sometimes not looking but I can tell you I do look at my email every day yeah (laughs) I really do so use social media to get those contacts yeah Yeah, there's just so many ways of reaching people but using social media is a great platform to get those additional that that reach in other places yeah I think it's it sounds so you know it can sound really overwhelming to be like post more on Instagram, post more on Facebook, post more on, you know, uh, TikTok, post, like have an email list. But like, like, like I said before, like you can reuse the same content. Like it doesn't yes. have to be like new oh, stuff yeah. every time. You can use the same video on TikTok as you do on Reels. You can put the same post that you just did. You can put it in, literally you can put it then like into an email. <laughs> like you can put it into an email and it takes like right? not that yeah. long. So like this stuff, like I think stop overcomplicating it guys. Like stop it. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah. yeah, stop it right now. But I think that's where it comes like, you know, like pick a day. I just did this a couple weeks ago um, for fitness space. Um, met with two lovely ladies and we went around Fulton Market area and just did a bunch of photos we brought outfit changes and we made it fun it was for individual content um have fun with it like i and i think we took like 1500 photos yeah wow (laughs) and so i have so many photos yet i've shared none of them but it's like just but i'm like you know what this isn't like content specific like it's not like it had to be something that i need to share today or yesterday like take as much like spend a day like you know go outside bring three get in your car pack like four or five of your paintings see cool spots you can drop place them just go places travel with it take one painting i mean i have to say like there's so much opportunity in the world of art with the music with reels like like, really you do not have to overthink this zoom in zoom out (laughs) go in close literally snap your fingers it's it was blank now it's there you know exactly (laughs) so like have fun with it. Don't overcomplicate it. Just get it out there. Um, 
but if it does start to become a chore, again, like think of other ways how you can start bringing that passion back out there of falling back in love with your creativity um, because it will show. So know that if it starts to be forced, um, go back to the very beginning of this series yes. and listen to and it to figure out where your, you need to, yeah. Reconnect with your process again, right? Like if this, this is the mm-hmm. last stage, right? It's like, I think, you know, to round this whole thing out, like, you need to have had, like we said at the beginning, you know, you've established like some things you love about your practice again. You have a content you're excited to create and you feel connected to. You've established like a really set habit of like when you're creating and how you're creating. And then you're like, okay, I got this. And now we're, we're putting it out into the world and just create as much content as you can in any way you can and just have fun with it. Keep the same vibe, the same fun vibe. More the merrier. Exactly. (laughs) You can never have too much art, in my opinion. You can't, so. Which I think I do, though. I think I do. I have so much trained art on the ground. Yeah, as I'm I like, I need a bigger, here, I need more wall space. It's like as I sit here, surrounded by like a million paintings, but I think there is such a thing as too much art. Yeah, I think maybe, um, maybe, but maybe. it's okay. It's okay. This is the life we've chosen. Um, all right, guys. Well, we hope that this four-part series helped you like jump back into your practice and feel excited again. Maybe gotten you through a slump, and like Aaron said, revisit this whenever you feel like you need to, um, or just pick one of the episodes that you think you need a boost for. And um, thank you guys so much again and stay tuned for next week.